Alright everyone, this is Tim with Online Pink Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. Doing a quick video this evening, or this afternoon, or whatever time of day it is. Why not to talk about the first full day of training camp, and what's going on, and go over a little information here and there. Uh, of course, with the fans not being allowed in until FanFest, which sucks, you have to rely on the media reports and the reports from like Bob Papa and or Carl Banks. Uh, which actually, if you go on Giants.com, you can watch the whole video. You can also see the video on the information on uh, YouTube as well. Giants release it every day about 4 o'clock. Had some weird news today in Giants training camp. I also want to talk about the um, uh, briefly the Giants 2020 free agents against the 2021 free agents. So I want to talk about that. Uh, but Kelvin Benjamin, there was a weird situation there. He's actually been released by the team. Um it was early in the morning. They're saying it was a nine 30 in the morning during warmups that Joe judge pulled him aside to talk to him. And then Dave Gettleman came running out of the building a few minutes later. Uh, they're saying to even to the point that his hat blew off and he didn't stop and pick it up. And there was a 15 minute conversation, which seems that they say it is very animated. And it ended with Benjamin kind of taking off his helmet and leaving the field followed by the GM. Then the Giants said after the practice, they're going to be releasing Gen uh, Benjamin. He was a 30-year-old, a former Dave Gettleman first-round pick out of Carolina or for, you know, when he was with Carolina. He was kind of looking for a second chance. He hadn't played in the league since 18. I, I mean, I thought it was always an interesting sign at 6'5", 245 pounds, because even coming out of college, he always looked like a tight end. You know, and the Giants have depth at tight end. So, I mean, they, we, got, we got plenty of guys, even with uh, Rudolph on the pup. We got, you know, still Ingram, Caden Smith, Tola Hola Fala Fula Fula Hala Hola Hola, and like three other rookies. So, you know, it's 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 a good it's a good it's you know, it's not a bad thing. We're not we're not gonna worry about that. Um also today they were saying that the offense looked a little sloppy and the offense was a little sloppy in the red zone, but it's day one. Gal uh, oh, Kenny G had a bad drop on a fade and had a couple bobbles. And a body catch um, against in the you know he had a body a couple body catches, uh, but they had some nice you know they had said said they had some nice connections mixed in. Jones seemed to struggle to find his rhythm on the one on one drills with wide receivers and defensive backs during the red zone play as well. Again, but it's I'm not going to sit there and tell you that it's you know it's it's a terrible sign. Judge of course spent the first 50 minutes of the two hour practice exclusively working with the offense because that's what we're going to need. <laughs> that's what we're going to need to work on. I just started banging the microphone again. So unprofessional. Uh, there are only about eight giants now that are saying that are unvaccinated for the COVID-19 virus, but it doesn't really matter with the Delta variant. Who knows? Who knows? Just wear a mask. Um, you know, the 16 players, including several of the team's biggest names, wore face shields during practices and masks off the field. It's fine. NFL protocol. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. There was a Saquon Barkley signing. He wore a white hoodie and shorts and a mask as he just kind of watched. He jogged. A he, they're saying he jogged a couple times. You know, they're saying that also that Wednesday was a ramp up day for Mr. Tony, our wonderful, hopefully wide receiver, first round pick coming off just off the COVID list. You know, and you, you think that he is going to, you know, you think that he, he's going to take some time to come back a little bit. There's, he, they're saying that he was asymptomatic. So that means he didn't have any symptoms. So they're going to try to work him into working into him slowly, try to get him into peak condition. Um, they're saying that uh, the Smith, the rookie edge, of course, and Wiggins uh, were two unexpected players who did a lot of work on the side, although they were in uniform. 
At one point, Austin Johnson left the practice midway through and rode the bike. Sam Beal seemed to sit out the post-practice conditioning. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't bode well for Sam Beal when you're sitting out. When you're sitting out, man, that 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 is that is not a good sign for Sam Beal. All in all, it's the first day of practice. It is what it is. You know, it's day one. I tell people to relax. You know, they'll be fine. It's early. It's it's just um, you know, it is what it is. I did find it interesting that uh, I, I, you know, on the thumbnail we got we got a picture of the 2019. Prime giraffe choice, or I should say prime free agent, James Bradbury, going against up another free agent in Kenny G. I think that was an interesting little thing going on there. You know, and it's and I think this class compared to I think 2021's rookie class, uh, rookie class, free agent class compared to the 2020 draft has more for draft again. Geez, Tim can't talk today. Tim can't talk today. <laughs> That's my Mongo. Mongo. It used to be called Mongo. It was Mongo in college. If you ever saw the movie Blazing Saddles, uh, what's his name? Alex Karras. He used to play. He was all pro for the Detroit the Lions and turned into movies. And in the movie, he punches a horse and knocks it out. So they actually used to call me Mongo because I would do stupid shit like that in college. Um, but if you take a look between the, comparing the two free agent classes, I think you're going to have more in some. Re- hopefully you're going to have more impact in some ways, in the 2021 class, because in then the 2022 class, to me, the 2021 class, you were kind of just filling out the team. I mean, you're, you're trying to fill out the team this year. You're trying to fill out the team with top talent. I mean, last year, of course, we had, we added Cam Fleming, who's just Cam Fleming. You got Bradbury, who was a godsend at the corner position, going back to, you know, going back to Mark Haynes, or Perry Williams, or even Elvis Patterson, or Mark Collins. Deion Lewis was a waste last year. Colt McCoy got us the big win in Seattle. I don't count Leonard Williams because it's a re-sign. Blake Martinez, like I said, Blake Martinez and James Bradbury were two cogs in the offense. You got the big tight end, of course, that we signed, who just re-signed and restructured. Kyle Frackwell, who's now gone. Uh, Cody Core, yeah, and then saying Nate Ebner. Nate Ebner was a waste. We also had Corey Coleman last year. Austin Johnson. I, Austin Johnson's going to be a, a big blessing this year, I think. He's going to have to be. And he's going to have to be in my mind. He's going to have to do something. I mean, it's just it's just the way it's it's just the way it's going to be. I mean, he's he's going to have to figure something out. Willie, I don't know, but you know what? We have to wait and see. And this year we were kind of filling in more needs because we went with Kenny G. I you know at four years or whatever it was four years seventy six million four years seventy two million could be the deal can be worth up to seventy six million. He's 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 going to be counted on to be the plex of this team, but I don't know. You, you can't put that pressure on him. You got to just hope that he can be Kenny G and that he doesn't have the off-field, off-field behavior or some of the character issues and concerns that they had with the Lions. Because I said, like I said, if you, if you talk to guys outside of the New York bubble, you talk to people in Detroit, no one was upset that Kenny was gone. I'm, you know, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that from perspective, but he's, he's got the immense talent. And same with the Dory Jackson. Dory Jackson, the three-year deal coming off the knee. Again, he's only 25 years old, and if you go outside the giant bubble, no one understands how you can sign a guy to a raise after he missed the majority of the season with an ACL injury. He has the ability to return punts, even play in the slot, but the Giants need him dramatically in that CB2 position. Ryan Anderson, you're going to get what you get with him. 
He's a veteran presence. He's a veteran edge. Mike Glennon, there's nothing to be excited about. He's just replacing Colt McCoy. But I don't think he might have the same statistical value or the same value in reference to being in the quarterback room that Colt McCoy had. And also we have Eli Manning in the building. So Zach Fulton, I always laugh because Giants signed him to the one-year deal. And the nicest thing they could say, the Houston Texans could say about it when they released him is he couldn't block. <laughs> I love when they say, he can't, I love when someone says, you can't, he can't block. But if you go, if you go to pro football focus, the ranking of Zach Fulton is better. Pass blocking rating at 98.3 than Zeidler was. Yeah, they just said he couldn't block. And then you got Kyle Rudolph coming in. Kyle Rudolph, to me, you know, he's going to have to be, and again, we're going to put a lot on Kyle with the foot injury, but he's going to have to come back and be that safety net. And you got Reggie Raglan. Like I said, he's not going to be the Reggie from KC, but you know what? We don't want him that. We also signed the kid from Minnesota. I, I'm, not, I'm not overly excited about that pick signing because, like I've said it before, you don't let a, you don't let a, guy that could potentially turn into a dominant pass rusher who's only 26 years old, leave for $2.5 million on a one-year deal. You, you just don't. John Ross, I'm surprised. Is John Ross on the IR yet? Booker is going to be interesting because, like I said, he's going to have to, he's going to, have to carry the load till Barkley comes back. I mean, it's, it's just, like I said, to me, the 2021 free agents are filling, filling the roster, hopefully for the playoffs. 2020 was the cupboard was bare and we need to find some people. So, but like I said, I think the 2020, I really do believe the 2021, 2021 free agent class will be better in more and add more depth and have more depth than the 2020 free agent class had. And it's tough to say because when you got Blake Martinez and James Bradbury in that 2020 class, it's going to be interesting. We'll do have another couple of videos again tomorrow, and uh, you know we're gonna wrap it up for today. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, ring that bell, you know what it means. That'd be awesome. <laughs>